0: It's like if you were to ask young people today, what would you rather have? Five years of study or a million dollars they would go. What do you think they would do?
1: Welcome to Learn with us, brought to you by 303 and you. We are a team of four non-financial advisors who are exploring a revolutionary new financial approach that goes beyond money to prioritize your emotional, mental and spiritual well-being. Through weekly meetings and engaging podcasts, we strive to help you improve all aspects of your well-being as well as ours. Come join us on this journey of growth and self-improvement because at 303 You, we believe true wealth extends beyond dollars and cents. Happy learning.
0: Dude, that intro got me pumped up. How are you? Um, What's going on? I'm pumped. You think they were listening to music like that in the caravans back in Babylon?
2: It's probably a guy on a guitar just strumming away. Nothing else to do all there, day, just had to be. sitting in the middle of town.
1: And they definitely had drums.
0: Yeah, there had to be. There had to be music.
1: I imagine
3: bells.
2: I kind of imagine, or like, like well, group singing, like church. Well,
3: the camels. Like,
2: it's just all throughout.
3: I, I'm thinking of, like, the camels walking They have the, I don't know, what was it? Like, all the stuff hanging on the side of them, you'd hear it clinking and banging together. Wind chimes. Yeah, it'd almost be like wind chimes or bells dinging as the camels are walking.
2: Oh, on the camels. I thought you said on the side. oh, I meant like on the side, like
3: (laughs) draped over the side of the camel, or on the side of uh, their wagon. And
2: you think you
1: think you could jam out to the sound of that?
3: (laughs) (laughs) There might have been some rappers that rap to it back in the day. Maybe
2: it is a constant little hump every time. I'm trying to envision it.
3: (laughs) They're probably like trying to hear it. You know, bobbing their head to the sound of the (laughs) clunking of the.
2: Guy
0: taking a tin cup, (laughs) smacking it together.
2: (laughs) What? Oh.
1: Hey,
0: Hmm. some things never change.
1: All right. Uh,
0: It's like if you were to ask young people today, what would you rather have? Five years of study or a million dollars? They would go. What do you think they would do? Million dollars. Do it.
2: Million dollars. What would you do?
0: now no oh, five years of study five, you would do it, uh, it
2: depends are you saying like under somebody under a guy who knows what he's doing I take that in a heartbeat no Elon Musk for five years no pay I guess I
0: misspoke what would you have done was there a point Twelve. in your life when you would have picked a million dollars? million every time yeah me too what about you Amanda
1: I feel like I'd still pick the million dollars. I'm just Even being now. I'm
0: sorry,
3: what was the question? Yeah.
0: So if you were given a choice, whether to study for five years or to have a million dollars?
3: I would take the million dollars. See?
0: <laughs> huh. Okay,
2: Ron, well, what about I mean, you? So what else is...
0: No, go for it.
3: Oh, I was going to say, I mean, I wouldn't, n- I wouldn't not study, but I would take the million dollars and then study before I spent it.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's true, I guess. There's no law saying you can't take the million, invest it and study while you're waiting.
0: Well, it's either or. You either <laughs> study or you take the money. It's the the dichotomy is between money or wisdom. Everyone chooses money, I believe. I think so, the great majority. It's it's kind of, I wonder if it's related to the everyone's got a prize.
3: So you can't learn after you have the money, you have to learn before you find the money?
2: I thought the question pertained to right now. It did at first, and then he asked straight up, "Well, what would you do before?"
3: Well, I mean, I know that even before this, well, I mean, not saying that I knew what to do with my money, but I wouldn't just go blow it. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> but no, he asked me. He said, "What about you?" And I said, "I would still, I would take the million dollars now." Yeah, yeah, and I would do it now or then. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, I think I, I
3: would just, I would take the million dollars.
1: Like, and then I would have blown it. Now I wouldn't blow it. That's the difference.
2: Oh, all right. But still take the money. But I'm still
1: taking the money.
2: You've learned enough, you believe. You'll be fine.
1: I've learned enough to know that I can take the million and like stick it somewhere or have someone help me with it. I'm not not taking the million dollars.
3: (laughs) Same.
2: (laughs) You're kind of making me lean that way. I can't lie.
0: (laughs) Well, at least there's balance to go for the money and oh, to well, go for the wisdom. Oh, what would you really?
3: Right the second, if somebody said, Juan, you're going to study for five more years, you're going to take a million dollars right now. What are you going to do? You're going to take that million dollars. Don't even lie. Don't even lie for and real? say, I'm not going to take it.
0: But it's not enough. That's why, no, the thing is that that's why I changed the question. Because right now, we've all been studying the book, so we know that wisdom is more important. But if we hadn't, if we were younger, then we would have picked the, the money. Wait,
3: so you're saying you wouldn't pick the money now?
0: Now, oh my goodness, yes, I would.
3: So you would pick the money then and now?
0: Yeah, but differently, just like Amanda. That's why I changed the <laughs> question.
1: So then what has this whole thing been about? I don't know.
0: What was the question that I asked? <laughs> Can we get a play black piece? <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> you guys don't know what I asked?
3: Yeah, would you take
0: no. a million dollars? No. or I changed it. For five I years. said, what would you have done? in your in younger your years younger, yeah. would
2: you have taken the million or the knowledge because to and learn we, everything you know now or just I would take have took a the million dollars nail. but you would have blown it we all can agree that you would have probably blown
3: probably it. or at least 90 percent of it
2: <laughs> yeah
3: okay
2: big house big truck couple four-wheelers well, I don't know. I've gone and if
0: I've wanted
3: multi, <laughs> I don't know what I have. Would I have been blowing it? Because since I was like twenty years old, old, well, I wanted multi-family property, so I probably would have bought one of those.
0: Let's 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 think about something. How much of the money that you've made in the past, in your past life, do you have right now?
3: Oh yeah, it would have been blown.
2: I have my car. I guess would be my only statement to that is I put it all into my car, and it's still here. Most of it is gone.
3: Well, I mean, yeah, I bought a property and lived almost for free or maybe not free, but super cheap. And then I sold it. Does what? that count as a loss?
2: Did you lose money?
3: Uh, I mean, I guess because I saw to pay <laughs> some, but I lived like cheaper than I would have otherwise.
0: It's yeah, that's like say. a gray area. <laughs> well, but dude, this is the longest subway in the history of segways. Unbelievable. <laughs> It turns out that in chapter five, <laughs> they're all sitting by the fire and talking about the very same question. And back in the day, in old Babylon, it wasn't too different. They would have chosen the same thing.
2: Well, he's also t- isn't he talking to his fellow slaves or to his slaves? No, his fellow. Slaves? No, he's
0: t- he's basically talking to his like employees, oh, right. like their business partners. All that being said, the. In the chapter that we're studying today, we're changing, we're kind of changing a uh, little bit the structure of it because it's new characters. The the main, the well the guy telling the story this time, it's called Calabab, um, and he is, he turns out to be Arcad's son's friend or business partner. And he's telling us about Arcad's son this time, which is super exciting because I think we knew about his son on the first story because they talk about him. They say that Arkad taught him the secrets of uh, finances and he went to Nineveh or something like that. And what's his name? The Manasir. So we were talking about Namasir, Nomasir, who was uh, Arcad's son. And this is kind of a, a, maybe a good a good time to ask a question about parenting because it turns out that in Babylon... Back in Babylon, at least wealthy, wealthy Babylonians had the custom of having their kids live with them and kind of like um, uh, teach them or prepare them so that when they're of age, then they would take over the their state. But arkad didn't like this. arkad said. Our cat was of the impression that a kid should prove himself first. That so, I'm wondering before you started reading this book, what what was your idea of you know um, passing on wealth from generation to generation and how it has changed now or if it has at all?
2: I lean towards the way of let them struggle. I feel like tough times make like tough men. So if you give it, here's a million dollars. Just invest into companies. They'll never understand the important. They'll never understand the importance of that first million to begin with. It takes away the power of money or the wisdom of it. And I feel like that happen nowadays. That's pretty much the same. Everybody kicks you out of the house and tells you to figure it out. Good luck. Here's the world. At least where the way
0: I grew up, I don't. What about you, Amanda? Like, what's your plan now? What are you What are you preparing for when it comes to that specific moment in life? Because it's going to happen. If If things keep moving the way they are, the are or at least the way that we are planning, then that moment is going to happen. So, how are you guys? Have you?
1: I guess I haven't really thought
0: about. It. Well, never crossed your now, mind. Now before. it'll be a good time. How, what about you? What about you, Alito?
3: I don't know, I'd probably leave my kids stuff, but I would teach them what I knew. I would still teach them what I knew and how you had to do stuff, but I also would and let, m- I, don't know. I, d- I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Do like- you think
2: you can teach that without the money? That's pretty much the question, I guess. Can it be taught without the money? Or with money, can you teach them how to respect money?
3: I think so.
2: I think so, that's what I was, that's kind of what I was thinking can. was. I would say you can. If you
1: raised your kids the right way and gave them the knowledge that there you wouldn't have any problems with giving them money. I think
3: if you, honestly, I don't really, I was going to say, I feel like if you had them work alongside you and showed them step by step how to do it, that would be one way you could do it. Because if, if you just say, oh, here's a million dollars, it's already invested in this company and you are invested in whatever and you get all these dividends every month to live off of from it well then they didn't learn how to do it in the first place they're just
2: living off your dividends
3: yeah but if you show them how to get it started then that's yeah
1: i don't yeah like i don't understand why you as a parent can't not give not just give them handouts but yet not just throw them out and say figure it out all on your own. You as a parent if you have if you've actually already figured it out, why wouldn't you just share that with your child as they grew up and teach it to them?
0: I think I think there's a full well I think there's a false dichotomy actually because we think it might be the case that we think that the only way to struggle is to have a, a lack of capital but you could struggle even with capital. The struggles are just going to be different struggles. Right. Yeah, for sure. So maybe that's why I don't think I. I I'm I actually I kind of agree with you, Amanda and Alita. That there's there's no need to to deny deprive. money. Yeah, to deny money from the kids. You
1: shouldn't deprive your child of knowledge that you have.
0: There's there's a.
2: But your knowledge, they could make their own fortune from. Why can't they go to work and then save their ten percent
0: like you did? Yes, they can. Well, absolutely they can and they can probably do better but yeah. the, the the argument is that why why would they have to go through it it's an interesting conversation because i don't think there's a right or wrong answer there cannot be a right or wrong answer because it, it all goes to the parenting style and whatever the circumstances are are at the time our cat didn't <clears throat> agree with it though our cat actually had his own opinion and i'm gonna start, i'm gonna read that if i can it goes like this It says, in Babylon, it is the custom, as you know, that the sons of wealthy fathers live with their parents in expectation of inheriting their state. Arkad did not approve of this custom. So he didn't like the fact that he just handed the money to his kids. He didn't like that. But he didn't go to the other extreme. Instead, therefore, when Nomasir, which is Arkad's son, Rich man's state. He sent for the young man and addressed him. So Arkat said, "My son, it is my desire that thou succeed to my state. So he wanted to give him the money. Thou must, however, first prove that thou art capable of likely, of wisely handling it. Therefore, I wish that thou go out into the world and show thy ability both to acquire gold and to make it thyself." And to make thyself respected among men. So here we can see the intention of our card clearly. He wants, he wants to give him everything he has, but he wants to make sure that he's, he's of, you know, he's in the right state of mind before he gets the money, because otherwise he's just gonna waste it. So in order to do that, our card says, first I give thee this bag of gold. So he gave him gold. A whole lot of gold too, if thou use it wisely, it will be the basis, the basis of thy future success. So what did our God say? Do instead of giving him all the gold, he gave him just a little and said, "Look, see what you do with this." But not only that. Secondly, I give thee this clay tablet upon which is carved the five laws of gold. If thou dost but interpret them in thy own acts, they shall bring thee competence and security. So if you follow these rules, this wisdom that I'm giving you, then the money that I gave you is going to get multiplied. And then the deal was that 10 years after, Nomansir would come back to Arkad and then give him an account of, you know, what he did with the money that he gave him. What do you guys think about Arkad's approach?
2: I like it because... I guess it's a little bit of both mixed.
0: Yeah, yeah I agree. It's a great compromise.
3: Like, <clears throat> I mean, honestly, that's probably what I would kind of do. I would. I feel like that. that's what
2: I would do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He gave him the knowledge, and then gave him a small amount to start and see. If that's if that's. Uh, I feel like that's exactly what I would do if I had the money. Like
2: just give their kids the this comes. podcast and then <laughs> some money and send them on their way.
0: <laughs> well, you know you can tell you can tell that our cat had been raising his kid properly because the first thing that the kid did with the money was that well he took the money and he went to a city that was growing he didn't go to a city that was you know he didn't go to a small town or he didn't go to a big city he went to a city that was growing because which meant plenty of opportunities. yeah because he knew It it meant opportunities. He He had seen his dad just taking opportunity after opportunity. So he knew what he had to do.
3: He just got swindled.
0: Well, hey, spoiler alert. As we'll find out, yeah, he does get swindled. Yeah, so he comes back after 10 years. So he goes to Nineveh. And then after 10 years, he comes back. And they're all sitting. His dad is sitting with his wife. And he's going to start telling him the story. And that story is the one that... Um, Kalabab is telling his, uh, business partners.
1: So he was in, how do you say it? Nivea? Nineveh. Nineveh. And he was, he had joined a caravan. He had two well-spoken men who had the most beautiful white horse. Wealthy man who owned a horse so swift that it had never been beaten. Its owner believed that no horse living could run with greater speed. Therefore, would he wager... Any sum, however large, that his horse could outspeed any horse in all Babylonia. Compared to their horse, so my friend said it was but a lumbering ass that could be beaten with ease. So, so yeah, they offered as a great favor to permit me to join them in a wager. I was quite carried away with the plan. Well, our horse was badly beaten and I lost much of my gold. Later, I discovered that this was a deceitful plan of these men and they constantly journeyed with caravans seeking victims this shrewd deceit taught me my first lesson in looking out for myself so
2: what is that lesson
1: i don't know what is that lesson don't trust strangers for starters
0: yeah (laughs) what's the lesson for that
3: maybe don't just
2: no that's what i was asking because he doesn't like
3: maybe don't just take somebody's word necessarily i mean well no because he got tricked that's he got scammed. Maybe just saying scamming is a possibility. Don't, okay,
2: what is the scam? Don't trust a stranger. Guess, someone... the stranger.
0: The scam was that the horse that he saw was the fastest horse. And they were going to bet against another horse. And they were going to win.
3: Yeah, he's never even seen their horse race before. before.
2: Oh, so it's so do no Witch's research. research. Yeah. He never seen that horse run. So he, it could be super fast. All right,
1: so it, was, so it wasn't a proper
2: is, I don't even
1: know.
3: If, I don't even know that it's saying... I don't even know if that was saying do your research. I think it was just he was kind of careless and just took somebody else's word or something.
0: No. That was the, somebody
3: that was supposed to be his friend.
0: The thing is that even, yeah. even if they lost money, then they still won because the guy who they lost against. So they lost on purpose, basically. Yeah, so
3: he got scammed.
0: Yeah, it was a scam. Oh, so either way they make money. Yeah, They would make he money by it. losing. He, he did He
3: lost it. all his.
2: The house always wins.
1: Mm-hmm. And then he got scammed again.
0: Yeah, this was a different kind of scam because he chose a business partner that was a
1: bad choice. Yeah, a business bad partner. business person. So how do you prevent that? I don't think you always can. Like how can you know who you can trust in the investing world? Well,
0: I think, I, I maybe, maybe because what happened in this story is that he met the guy. In the caravan, they were both in the caravan and they both had similar circumstances. The other guy was rich, he was going to Nineveh to in search of opportunities. But then, when they get there, there were a couple of red flags because they get to Nineveh and then they were gonna buy a store together and then they were both going to operate it.
2: Oh, the old merchant. He He died. died Exactly. So
0: a merchant dies. He leaves the store. And then the friend he meets at the caravan goes to him, to Numasir, and tells him, dude, buy the store, and then I'll go to Babylon, get money for inventory, and then we just operate it and make money off of that. So that's kind of weird because why would he not want to put part of his own money on the down payment? Why would he just use my my money only my money so that's that's the first that was a flag. red flag for me and then the other one was that he kept delaying the trip he never he, he never went to babylon
2: that's never yeah. good
0: so after a couple of weeks of that i would have been all right no 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 you either go or we it but he never went he's he wasted the money and then by the time that he wanted out i mean nomasir wanted out it was too late he lost basically almost everything
2: not only did he take the money but he took all the goods that the old man did leave and pretty much anything that was of value was gone he said it was all the junk basically
0: got lost yeah exactly only junk was left so i don't know uh, he was young <laughs> he was young
2: did the guy he must have been good at his job clearly because the right person will be able to swindle you out of anything it's the way he talked he obviously made it sound like he it wasn't his first time buying this building he he's got connections this is going to be as easy as
0: every day
1: so that was it though right then he finally he finally smartened up
0: kind of kind of because something something interesting well there's a point there's a point that i missed he- he like hit rock yeah because he didn't have anything he was he was mm-hmm. a rich guy with no skills he didn't know how to how to do anything
1: yeah it says he sold everything and then uh... so my
0: horses the slave extra clothes but nope they didn't help
1: but then he remembered yeah. the the tablet
0: and then he did
1: so he learned the five laws of gold, and started from there, one step at a time.
0: After he re- he hits rock bottom, he realizes, "Holy cow! There's more to it than this. There's got to be more to it than this." So he takes the the tablet from the dad, and then he realizes, "Whoa, hold on a second! I know, I know what I need to do." So he goes on to say, "However." There is no chain of disasters that will not come to an end. Mine came when I secured employment managing a crew of slaves working upon the new outer wall of the city. Profiting from my knowledge of the first law of gold, I saved the copper from my first earnings, adding to to it at every opportunity until I had a piece of silver. It was a slow process, for one must live. That's when the change started just like he's that when he started oops when he started paying himself first
2: it's the 10% it's the number one rule
1: and then he goes on and says one day the slave master with whom i had become quite friendly said to me thou art a thrifty young youth who spends not wantingly what he earns hast thou gold put by that is not earning Yes, I replied, it is my greatest desire to accumulate gold to replace that which my father gave to me and which I have lost. And then what does he do? He just explains over here. If thou hast confidence in me, I will give thee a lesson in the profitable handling of gold, he replied. Within a year, the outer wall will be complete and ready for the great gates of bronze that will be built at each entrance to protect the city from the king's enemies. Uh, and then they says in all of the city, there won't be enough gold or metal to make the gates, and the king has not thought to provide it? Here's my plan. A group of us will pool our gold and send a caravan to the mines of copper and tin, which are distant, and bring to Nineveh the metal for the gates. When the king says, make the great gates, we alone can supply the metal and a rich price he will pay. If the king will not buy from us, we will yet have the metal, which can be sold for a fair price.
2: That right there is the perfect investment.
1: But how does he know to trust this guy?
2: He's a wall maker. It's his job to every day make walls. He's the slave driver master. Oh, all right. So he knows as soon as this wall gets done, the gate needs to be made. Unlike the king who just said throw that up. That's why he never thought about, well, it's going to take metal to make the gate. He's not worried about the gate. He's only worried about building the wall right now. But the wall guy's is like, um, who's building the gate?
3: well i feel like too the other things they were a gamble this is an actual thing that's happening and you know it's going up and you know it has to be built and you know there's supplies that have to be gotten when the other ones it was you were just gambling
2: well it's low risk because even if they were saying if they don't sell it to the king he'll have to use all the bronze in town so then people are going to need bronze it's not like Mm-hmm. We have this useless item now, like 400 books that aren't going to sell. Like, they're going to want this one day. It's, it's worth something.
3: Yeah, regardless if we get rid of it to one person or
2: multiple Slowly people. Slowly over time, yeah.
0: Yeah, he says, In his offer, I recognize an opportunity to abide by the third law and invest my savings under the guidance of wise men. Nor was I disappointed. Our pool was a success and my small store of gold was greatly increased by the transaction. Then they accept them, he becomes part of the group. That would be the best day ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like when you get promoted at your job or graduate from college. I was gonna
2: say it's more like graduating because mm-hmm. now it's it's time for the big boy stuff. These people aren't
0: talking, they're they're walking it. They're it's what they do every day. He goes on to say through my association with these men, I learned to safely invest gold to bring profitable returns. As the years went on, my treasure increased more and more rapidly. I not only made back as much as I lost, but much more. (laughs) This part is super cool because the um, Nomanseer is done with the story. He says... Basically, that was the end of the story. And then he brings three bags of gold. He brings one bag of gold, and it was the same. It was a return. It was to return. As a payment. Payment, exactly. It was to pay back what his dad loaned him. And then two extra bags of gold that were meant as a symbol for the tablet with the with the wisdoms because for his, for Namasir the, the wisdom was worth more than the gold. I thought that was super cool.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to, I like this one quote. It says, To him who is without knowledge of the five laws, gold comes not often and goeth away quickly. But to him who abide by the five laws, gold comes and works as his dutiful slave.
0: You gotta put these laws into action or it won't work. For real, Scott, look, Calabab seized the tale he seized his tail and looked critically at, at all his listeners, and then he asked, What would these venerable men th- th- think were you to say? I have traveled much and learned much and labor much and earned much. Yet alas of gold I have little. Some I spent wisely, some I spent foolishly, and much I lost in unwise ways. But that cannot be me dude that cannot be me
2: no that's depressing almost
0: i don't know another word for it 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 sucks because up until i had the epiphany though that was me like i had i have nothing nothing to show for the money that i have made up until maybe three or five years ago all of all of, all of that from back is gone well
2: your whole life existence up until three years there's the you're saying.
0: there's the memories what well, yeah those are priceless uh, but None of the gold. <laughs> Just like knowledge. There's another question that he asked that I think is super cool. That we look. It goes, "Does still think it, but an inconsistency of faith that some men have much gold and others have not." Then you err. I thought that was deep because that was me too. I used to think that the world was unfair. Everything was, you know, tipped against you, and no matter what you did, you wouldn't be able to get to the top. It is a little unfair, but. but
1: But then he clearly says men have much gold when they know the five laws of gold and abide thereby. That's right, Because I learned these five laws in my youth and abided by them, I have become a wealthy merchant. Not by some strange magic did I accumulate my wealth.
0: That's a
2: good point. He's saying right there, it's not luck, it wasn't.
1: Not by some strange magic did I accumulate my wealth.
2: (laughs) Yeah, say
0: it again. (laughs) Dude, but we keep talking about these five laws of gold. What are they?
1: Well, I'd like to tell you, but we've run out of time for this episode. So catch us next week and um, we'll reveal them then. Hope everybody has a good week. Bye for now. Bye.